1: What's good? My name is Chris Dazza, this is Traveling Anonymous. We are back, and um, this is season three. We're going to start season three off, you know what I'm saying, and really get to these core cool stories like we always do. Um, I think y'all are going to be real uh, excited about this one. You know, it's going to be really educational, and it's unlike anything we ever did before, you know what I mean? Um You know, I feel like this episode is going to be more more on a serious note as we um, jump into some lives that you probably never, you know what I'm saying, uh, heard about because, you know what I'm saying, I feel like it's so taboo in our society. And, um, you know, I just hope y'all really get a lot of information from this, a lot of education spread through this. And, you know what I'm saying, y'all pass it on and, you know, we keep it moving forward, you know what I mean? So, you know, I... I Happy I got my guest here. How you doing today?
0: Hi, how are you, Chris?
1: Yo, everything is good, man. Um, I feel like we need to jump right into it.
0: Let's do it.
1: What does a person with HIV look like?
0: They have no color.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No race.
1: They're just ordinary people. Ordinary people. See them every day walking up and down the street. You know, because I feel like, in my mind, you always think that uh, somebody has a certain look, or you could probably stereotype somebody and say, okay, X, Y, Z, well, they got this going on. This This is is not one of those things you could probably say, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I know based on how you look, like this is what the situation is.
0: Definitely not. Um... HIV, as I said, is not a gay man's disease. Right. Um, Only it's a heterosexual disease as well.
1: Right. What's your story?
0: Huh. Where should I begin? 22 years ago, I was 18. I...
1: 22 years?
0: Yeah. I was 18. I had two children prior to me having my last child in 1994. I was married, and I was about five months pregnant carrying the last baby. Mm -hmm. That's when I was diagnosed with being positive. The situation was um, my husband gave it to me. What? He didn't tell me anything, didn't give me any acknowledgement about it, Um. Through that time that I was pregnant, it was rough.
1: Hold on, let's pause right there because I think what you just said is important, (laughs) that you could be with somebody. You could be married to somebody. And, you know what I'm saying, throughout your relationship, this is something that they choose to not disclose with you.
0: Right. Um, It was a pretty fast relationship, honestly. Yeah. Um, Like I said, in 1994, I got with this guy. So we hooked up really fast. I got married to him, became pregnant, and wound up getting HIV. Unbeknownst to me, he didn't tell me about his status.
1: So you don't really Um, know how long you had it? Right. Mm.
0: I didn't know how long I had it. I don't know if I immediately caught the virus after having sexual intimacy with him for the first time. All I know is that five months pregnant, that's when I found out. I you know, was shocked.
1: Yeah.
0: Hurt. Yeah. And everything else in between.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when I addressed him about the situation, he didn't deny it, but he didn't tell me the truth either. Wow. So that left me kinda eerie to the fact of what should I do? Should I leave this guy yeah. and move on with life? Yeah. Or try to, you know go ahead about our family life because at that time I felt like I was married to him. I'm a married woman. You know, I wanted to keep my vows, honor my vows, Mm, but you had to hold it down. Right. But at the same time in the back of my mind, I'm just like, wow, you just came in and destroyed my life and took me away from my other two children. Just like that. Just like that without, you know, even common courtesy or decency to tell me like, listen, this is my status.
1: Yeah, it's my situation. You know,
0: um, if you choose to deal with me, you know, then we'll deal. But he but didn't that, give me that option. You
1: see, you just take away somebody's, their life, their they freedom, you know yes. what I'm saying? Their everyday life was just such a selfish act. You understand what I'm saying? And, you know, people, and it's important that we in society, like, we're, we're getting to know our partners that we just, I feel like sex is just, it's so casual, especially nowadays. Like you don't even really got to know somebody. You know what I'm saying? You meet somebody on social media. You can see them on uh, whatever whatever platform you use, mm-hmm. and you hooking up with this person the, the and next you're not week, even
0: knowing their status,
1: and you don't know anything about Nothing. them, and and you just assume. You know, people go, Oh, I'm, I'm good, happy, yo, right? you, yo, you know, I'm good, you know, I'm straight, and it's like, and Do it's you not really? That
0: way. Like I said, everything that glitters is not gold.
1: And and you was, and you was with this guy, so it's like it's not like these kind of symptoms. It's just like, oh, you did this just now, so right. I know you got it. You know what I'm right. saying? Or, oh, right. you just did this just now, so I know you got it. It's right. not something that you could just pick up on, right. on the fly. Right. It was, we were intimate, and that was my
0: status.
1: So and when you like, found out, mm-hmm. where were you?
0: I was actually in the hospital get, getting prenatal treatment.
1: Because I feel like we all have this moment. Like, even like when I go get tested, you know, right. we all talk about that, that moment when you're sitting in the room right. and you're waiting for your results and you don't think about everybody Everything. you done slept with, yes. all the fuck shit you done did. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like the longest 15, 20 minutes.
0: minutes ever. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which is so, so true. You
1: know, so yours wasn't really. Um, that way they didn't present it to you that way
0: no it was actually during a prenatal visit okay and you know at prenatal visits they want to make sure that mother and baby is doing well yes um so at that time since hiv aids was like a really huge epidemic at the time at the time Um, still is
1: in my opinion yes
0: it still is yeah but go ahead they definitely wanted to make sure that you know I didn't have this disease while carrying my son Mm. and if so
1: because sometimes it could be
0: it's transmitted. it's definitely transmittable to baby okay um But at that time, they wanted to make sure that I was okay. Right. Um, Which turned out to be I was positive. I was given antiviral medications during my pregnancy to make sure I had a healthy, safe pregnancy, which, and thank God, my son is here. He's 22 years old. Amen. Healthy, no symptoms, no anything.
1: You know, thank God for that.
0: Yes, it was a blessing. But, you know, for the two years of his life, Right. I had to have him in specialty clinics, making yeah. sure he was, you know, okay, constantly getting blood work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a headache, Yeah, you know, for those two years. And the final results was amazing to me, you know, you know that you know, I feel like, he was negative.
1: You know, with, with all the bullshit that we go through, you know what I'm saying, um... And even when I deal with my family issues and this, that, and the third, it's like, God is the real healer. You know what All I'm saying? It's nothing like day. the doctors could really tell you or it's just like, nope. sometimes you got to just really throw your hands up and just be like, All right, I'm going to just give it to him. Give and, it to him
0: and let him handle so
1: it. So this, this, this guy that did this to you, where, right. is, where, is he around?
0: He's not around anymore. Unfortunately, you know, he's pushing up daisies and that's just the real. Wow. Um.
1: So I he passed
0: like, yeah, way back. He passed in two thousand. No, excuse me, nineteen ninety five. He oh, passed damn, in it's been a minute. Yeah. So I just felt like.
1: Was do you feel like he was doing this to other people? Like, was this something like he was doing, or was this? like. I don't
0: know if he was doing this on a vengeful note but oh. prior to him and i getting together you know he was with another woman had a child and she also became positive which later oh on turned out god. to become full-blown aids and she's not here as well
1: oh my god
0: um
1: oh, this is my thing this is you know and and the the real fucked up part about it is you know you got these people in this world you know what i'm saying and life hands them a bad deck of cards or they make the bad decision or the wrong decision or do things like negligent or whatever the case may be. Right. And they take their angers and frustration out on the rest of the world. Yes. People that ain't harm them none.
0: Right. I got so many different stories, you know, how he became positive. I heard he was raped when he went to boot camp. You Mm. know, I heard that he was using drugs. I still to this day, don't know 22 years later don't know the real story okay hold I've on let's let's shout out to family. you
1: let's shout out to you real quick you. let's let's shout out to you real quick Thank you. 22 years
0: 22 years
1: so it's not over
0: the battle is not over the it's a battle is Every day for me. Wow. Just to get up in the mornings and face the world, knowing that I could never live a normal, healthy life with anybody mm. with the opposite sex. I can't have unprotected sex. Mm. You know, um, just those things that are intimate right. things in a relationship that you share with somebody that you would share with somebody I can't do, you know, because I have to look out for them and myself. And my thing is, even though I'm positive, I'm always safe and protected.
1: When is the, my thing is, because I don't feel like everybody really deserves the chance to get to know you. Right. As a person I feel like that With anybody Right They don't And not everybody deserves To get to know Your your secrets or If it's not right. even a secret But just something intimate About you Right You know what I mean When How do you know When is the right time To have that kind of conversation If If there's ever a right time Because you know People come in and out Your life all the time So Just like this right. One two three One two three Right And you can't It's not like I can sit down And tell you on the first First visit Like yo X, Y, Z Like Right because, You might not even be here
0: Right Um I've been in a few long-term relationships. Okay. And um, the first long-term relationship I was in lasted for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. This guy and I, we were going to get married, and Mm -hmm. he heard from the streets that I was positive. Right. He approached me on it, Uh and I didn't deny it, but I also didn't confirm it either.
1: And this was after 10 years?
0: And this was in the course of the 10 year relationship and he never got it and he never got it okay. um and at that point we were so in love with each other he said it doesn't matter wow. what your status is i love you for who you are wow um so it depends on the situation i feel like i don't tell everyone my status quo because I don't want people to look at me in a different light, which I'm already categorized because I am HIV positive, you know? So I don't always share those things with my, my partners. Um, Like I said, I'm definitely aware that if I have unprotected sex with them, that their lives is at risk. So why, you know, continue to spread such a nasty disease? Someone gave it to me Mm -hmm. being nasty for whatever reason so I'm not gonna sit here and give it to someone else that doesn't deserve their life to be shortened and you know with that said, you know there's other things that come into play with that as well you know but there not- this
1: there has to be like moments where you know what I'm saying you may f- have a relationship a long term with somebody and he were like you know what I want to just have unprotected sex with you, or like some people, they get drunk and
0: you know yes, what I'm saying shit. Yes, I've had those moments, then, but but
1: you really, what's like? How does that fuck up your moment? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes we be in the, you know it what I mean? It does,
0: it does. But you know what? My thing is always prevention is better than cure. Hm. So I look at it as okay, yeah, we may be both intoxicated right. and you know nice or whatever. But at the same time, you still have to be smart and conscious of your surroundings and what you're doing.
1: What's your health like on a daily basis?
0: It ranges from different levels. Today, I could feel great. Tomorrow, I can just be feeling really shitty. Right. You know, um, health-wise, with me living with the virus, my T-cell count is very high. Mm-hmm. for someone of my status mm-hmm. of having HIV for twenty two years.
1: You like the Magic Johnson of this <laughs> shit. <laughs>
0: Listen, they can't stop I you. Stay very <laughs> informed.
1: Yo, they can't stop you.
0: And I'm always taking my antiviral medicine. That's a fact. Um and like I said, looking and judging me from the outside, you would never know my situation. I'm looking
1: at you right now. <laughs> I'm looking at you right now. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's no, sign. listen, y'all. This, there's no signs. There's no, you know, there's no, you can't tell. <laughs> you cannot tell.
0: Well, the main thing is to keep the outer going as well as the inner, mm. you know, um, and the key to that is healthy diet, exercise, you know, living with HIV. You know, eventually it will, you know, turn into full blown AIDS. Yeah. You know, which and I'm always worried about. Yeah. You know, um you for the past know. right, for the past twenty two years of me being positive, my prayer was that God will allow me just to see my children grow up and You know, to be able to function as adults in society. And if he chooses then to take me, I'm ready to go. But I look at it as I still have so much more living to do because I'm still here.
1: Yeah. And um, I I always say like this, as long as you waking up in the morning, your purpose has not been fulfilled on this earth. That's so true. I don't even care if you hooked up to a machine and you can't move, you can barely see, you know what I'm saying? As long as you wake up, your purpose on this earth yes, is not yet been fulfilled.
0: Ha- it hasn't. And I feel that every day. Um, day. I'm glad that, you know, I'm here expressing my story to your viewers. And I hope that mm. once this session is over, yeah. someone will take something from it and, you know, definitely get themselves tested, checked out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, your viewers have to, you know, identify what their situation is, but at least if they're going to keep it a secret, at least be protected and protect the other person.
1: What was your lowest point? Hmm. I mean, when you felt like you could not do this shit no more.
0: I think the lowest point for me in my life was back in 1994 when I was diagnosed, I lost my mother.
1: Oh, my
0: God. So it's been 22 years with that as well. And I couldn't tell her while she was on her deathbed Mm. that her daughter, her only child, is HIV positive. The reason being is because, you know, a lot of my family members felt like it would make her just go faster. So that was the lowest point in my life that I had to close the casket Mm. on my mother and couldn't tell her my deep, dark secret. Mm. It still pains me to this day. You know, um, I have a lot of emotions built up. You know, some days I'm angry.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Some days I blame myself because I didn't listen to what. You know, my grandparents or my mother was advising me, like, don't mess with that guy. He
1: Oh, it was this one guy in particular. Right. They knew. Like, everybody had a feeling something. about. Like, yeah. because I feel like you could get a feeling from yeah, certain individuals. They like energy be off yeah. or something. But
0: they kept telling me, like, don't mess with him. He doesn't seem like he has your best interests at heart. You know, he doesn't seem like a sincere person, but. Of course Being young and dumb Yeah You know 18 I just thought I knew everything Because prior to that Right I had two other kids So I felt like You know You couldn't tell me How to live my life You know And I think by me Not listening to them And their advice Is what Got me in this situation
1: How does it affect Family (sighs) How does it affect The people That was closest To you
0: (sighs) That's the topic there. <laughs> A lot of my family members have distanced themselves because of my status.
1: Right away. Just like boom. Just
0: like that. And I felt that immediately. Like I was the plague or an outcast on the family. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't something that I chose for myself or I did to myself. Yeah. And this is what I tried to Make them understand and see from my point of view. I was married. It wasn't like I was out there prostituting, exactly. using drugs,
1: exactly. You
0: know, um, sharing work needles. This was my husband.
1: Yeah, you hear so many, you hear so many stories because you know there's so many different ways to contract this virus. Yes, it's there's so it's many so different many ways. You know what I mean? Blood
0: transfusions, um, anal, vaginal sex. Mm-hmm. Um. Definitely. Um. You cannot get it by kissing someone. It takes actually gallons of saliva. Oh, so
1: that's a big misconception.
0: <laughs> yes, that's definitely a big misconception. But
1: they said like if you have like a cut in your mouth.
0: If you have a cut in your mouth, I wouldn't advise you. To yeah. Tongue kiss anyone,
1: right? Right, right, right.
0: But I mean, you can definitely kiss someone on the cheek, you know. I mean, and I think that's mm-hmm. the fear that people have like, oh my god, he or she is HIV positive. If I touch them, I'm gonna get it automatically. And it doesn't work like that, you know. And I so think so. You found
1: people that want to distance themselves, right?
0: I think that's you know, um the issue with a lot of people that i've dealt with in my life not mm. everyone knows my situation yeah. because you know it's very personal to me and i just don't want people to continue to distance themselves the mm. people that's around me i cherish and i love you mm. know but i
1: feel like you, you love very hard i <laughs> yes. feel that for me
0: but, you know, certain family members have distanced themselves. You know, um, certain holidays were aroused, and mm. I would look on Facebook or yeah. any type of social media, and I see my family get together, and I'm like, Damn, Whole party. Like, why nobody invited me? Wow. And it comes back to, well, this cousin found out and has something negative to say, or this, you know, particular member had something to say about my status.
1: Has a part of you ever wanted to seek revenge? Like you said, this was your husband.
0: Yeah, seek revenge? Hell yeah. Like, I wanted to fucking...
1: Like, this is my life, my nigga. Blow his mama house
0: up. Yeah. Stab his mama. Yeah. Siblings, like... I was, I was really trying to go in at one point when I found out. But at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I still have children to raise. Yeah. You know, so by me seeking revenge, how is that going to benefit me? Mm. I just got to deal with life every day as it come and just move forward and that's what i've been trying to do for the last 22 years
1: what is your biggest re- regret
0: my biggest regret is meeting my husband straight up straight up because i feel like he destroyed my life where i can't live a normal life with anyone and be fully honest with them about my situation because I don't know how they would react if they would, you know, want to stay and be that support system mm. or if they'll say, well, you know what, I'm not going to deal with that. Your your lifestyle is just too much. Your status is just.
1: After 22 years, is it possible for you to say that you're over it? Can you really get over something of this you, magnitude? You
0: cannot. It's something that sits on your brain, the front, the back, the side, the middle. Yeah. It dawns on you every day. It's not something that you can just shrug off and say, okay, today is a new day. I'm fine. It doesn't work like that. Hmm. I, I feel like for me personally... I've never gotten over it. Never? Never. I just make life beneficial to me. And I live it the best way I can.
1: Have you ever came close to death?
0: A few times. Twice. With being HIV positive, there's other diseases that can attack the body. Mm. Um. A few years ago, I... I was in school studying really hard, and I was working. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I just got this, like, really tingly sensation on my right side. Next thing you know, I started getting these little patches, red patches. Then these red patches started to form into bigger rashes, Mm. burning. It felt like someone actually opened my skin and poured gasoline and lit a match to it. What Come to find out fuck? I had shingles. I had shingles. What is is
1: what? What is that?
0: Shingles is an adult form of chicken pox. Oh. Um, most of us had chicken pox as yeah. a child. Um, actually, it never leaves the body. It's dormanted. But for someone who has HIV... It can form into shingles, and for about two, three months, mm-hmm. I had this bad burning rash on me. Like it That's felt a like fire. Time. Yeah, you know. I mean, there was medications to help, right? Ease the pain, but the actual symptoms never really go away. You know, I'm till this day. Till this day, I still have. Not too much movement in the right shoulder. Oh, my God. You know, um, I'm always fearful if I'm overstressed that I would get shingles again. So I try to, like, be stressful free as much as possible
1: you know that's a big thing and yeah even with your situation or anybody's situation like stress is a killer
0: definitely stress
1: will kill you you be stressed out and you just worried about the wrong things yes. and you just dealing with the wrong things like yes. that shit it could kill you is.
0: it can the next you know situation for myself yeah was that i had um something called a back abscess where i had Really, two huge holes close to my spine. What? They were so huge that you can actually see my flesh. And the doctors, no, the doctors told me that if those abscesses were any closer to my spine, I could have become paralyzed. So, I'm how
1: thankful. Does, how does... How does... You you are... Number one, you're a miracle. Okay? <laughs> Thank
2: you. You are a
1: miracle. That's number one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Number two, how does one even... How do you get something like that? Or is this just well, another one it, of those? it
0: could have been... At that time, I was working in home care. Um. So, it could have been something that I touched in my client's home that wasn't clean and I just... Scratch my back.
1: Simple like that. Simple
0: like that. The the thing about being HIV positive is a lot of people they feel fearful of us, but actually we need to be fearful of normal, regular people like yourself,
1: mm. like
0: my children, mm. because their germs can transmit and make me sick. Oh, opposed that mean, to, it attacks the immune right, system. it attacks the immune system opposed to myself or anybody else that's HIV or AIDS-related can make them sick. So I believe at that time, because I was working in home care dealing with sick clients, right. you know, in their house every day, by me touching whatever, you know, I scratch my back. And, and then just, boom,
1: boom, just like that. It
0: just... Just triggered it
1: off so with with having you know the HIV virus right I'm sure you meet other people like that do you have you ever visited like you know uh, uh clinics with other people or like have different places where you could speak about this with people that have similar stories to yours?
0: Well, I have met other people in my situation um being in a specialty clinic, but I haven't been to any of their sessions Mm -hmm. because I'm kind of personal. Yeah. You know, and even though we're all there for the same thing, treatments, some people are just not as open. Mm -hmm. Some people want to keep their lives private. And that's what I'm choosing to keep my personal life private, even though we're all positive and we're all in the clinic. I'm still minding my fucking business. I still just feel like your story is not. As of mine, mm-hmm. vice versa. We all have different stories. Some of these people that I actually see in the clinic, you know, they're drug users. You can clearly tell a drug user, mm-hmm. you know, droopy face, mm-hmm. you know, sagging like they're going to hit the floor at any mm-hmm, minute. Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen so, those. Yeah. But they will
1: never fall, though.
0: Never. That's <laughs> yeah. the crazy shit. They be a,
1: they be a quarter they inch will be from the ground. Qu-
0: right, and they will get back up like, I mean, What's like, going
1: on? Like,
0: <laughs> you know, but everybody's story differs.
1: Well, okay, I feel you like know, we spoke about so much. What was one of the best moments for you?
0: The best moment that you could,
1: when you think of in your life, and you go back and you know your mind or whatever the case would be. What is one of the, the best?
0: The best moment would be an accomplishment that I actually graduated from college. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thank you. That's big. I feel
0: like that was the biggest mm-hmm. moment and accomplishment because when I first started in my first semesters, mm. when I got sick with the shingles. Mm. And the weird part was, you know, I couldn't go to school because, you know, um, shingles is contagious.
2: Oh, word. So I
0: emailed my professors and explained my situation. Like, I have shingles. I can't be around the other students. Word. They were able to email me my homework. I met somebody really cool when I was in college, and she made sure I got my assignments. Funny thing is, all four classes I aced. What? Finals, everything. That's why I say. That's why I say. That was like a major accomplishment for me. Hey, listen,
1: y'all that's listening to this (laughs) podcast, I love my listeners, but... (laughs) y'all motherfuckers be failing class I don't understand y'all be failing school y'all be there everyday y'all ain't got no kind of sickness no kind of health nothing the worst thing you gotta deal with is is if thirsty Thursdays is gonna have the Hennessy and you gonna be drinking the speck out the you know what I mean the college punch or whatever the fuck it is how the fuck is it people was out here getting to it they out here grinding they out here trapping they doing what the fuck they gotta do to put themselves in a better situation and you spend your time failing class or not going to work or you failing that life, you know what I'm saying? And you ain't really got nothing that's holding you back. There's people out here with real problems and they still accomplishing they shit. They still getting done with the fuck they gotta get done. And what's your excuse? At some point there is no more excuses. You know what I'm saying? Y'all gotta get off y'all ass, myself included, there's sometimes where I be feeling like I should be doing more. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody wishing that they could do more. There's somebody in jail right now wishing they had freedom. There's somebody sick on the bed right now that wish they could just get up and just, you know what I'm saying, stretch. They can't do nothing. And, and what excuse do we have? What excuses is this that that, we, that we're that going to say that we couldn't accomplish one thing or X, Y, Z? To be honest, there's no excuse. Oh my god. Yeah, yo. This is this is real. This is <laughs> yes, real talk. This is probably real. my realest episode yet. Like wow. for real for real. Like I think this is really going to resonate with the listeners and I wake a lot of that motherfuckers up. It
0: will wake a lot of people up because as I said in the beginning, HIV has no race, no color, no discrimination. You know, it doesn't have a title on it. It can look just like a regular person like you you know um the only way you will know is if that person is upfront and open with you and like i said a lot of people just choose not to you know display their situation because a lot of people don't know how others will react you know but definitely graduating college was like a monumental moment for me something that I never foresaw could happen being that, you know, I had like such a near-death experience in my first semester, you know, but that was because I was trying to grind and go to school.
1: Any, anything that you want the listeners to maybe know about you, your life, you know what I'm saying? Or something personal, or it could just be something you want to get off your chest. You know, I just want to, you know, give you a, The opportunity to, you know, talk to somebody and thousands and thousands of listeners, you know what I'm saying? It may not seem like they're here now, but when they hear this, they're going to be here with you, you know what (laughs) I mean? So, anything about your personal life, anything, you know what I'm saying, you want to share with them?
0: I have so much. I don't know where to begin, but first thing I want to acknowledge is thank you for having me here explaining my story. And, you know, I hope that it does reach someone in my situation. It
1: will. You know. Um, Yo, email me. I want y'all to email me. I want y'all to write me. I want y'all to tweet me. I want y'all to hit me up on, you know, any of my Instagram, my social media platforms. And if y'all have something y'all want to tell her, give her, or, you know, speak to her about or whatever, I will relay the message. I will make sure that she gets it. You know, all my guests are completely anonymous. You know what I'm saying? I will not disclose anybody's information. But well, one thing I will say that I probably never said before is that I will allow people to, if you have anything you want to say or ask, that I will make sure I relay this message and um, get it back to whoever because I think that is very important that. Sexual education is, is talked about more. You know, we got Definitely. all of these shows that show us how to be the man and and show women how to be ratchet and show you know what I'm saying all these negative things but what what kind of platforms do we have that's teaching us sexual education that's teaching us to put a condom on that's teaching us abstinence is a way to go in many cases that's teaching us to go to the clinic that's teaching us to get that bump checked out like whatever the fuck it is like you know what I'm saying it's not gonna just go away type shit like we don't have those kind of platforms and I'm just happy that you know what I'm saying you guys have a allow me to have this kind of platform to get you stuff that we want to hear that we want to talk about so you know if y'all have questions or comments concerns or if you just want to say some uplifting shit yo y'all come y'all hit me up and i make sure that you know i'm saying we relay that message and you know my guests wanted to thank me but i can't even thank you enough for being bold (laughs) enough i
0: just hope that You know, all your listeners get tested. Yeah. Know your status, especially with the times that we living in today. Yeah. You know, so that you wouldn't affect someone else's life or destroy their life the way I felt like mine's was destroyed. Definitely, people, please get tested. Know your status. You know, um... If you feel afraid to get tested, take somebody with you, a good friend, a really close family member, someone you can entrust with, you know, your secret. Make sure you take all your viral medications, the, seek therapy, the, the medications
1: really, really quickly before we get out of here. Right. I could imagine that shit is expensive, no?
0: It is. Um, one of my viral medications is like fifteen hundred dollars. What the
1: f- this is just to live. <laughs> live. This, is before, you, this is before rent. This is before phone bill I bell. don't
0: get any type of government assistance. What? I'm still working, yes. I'm still out there grinding. What? So I mean they hiking
1: up these prices on oh these drugs. My God. These it's pharmaceutical ridiculous. companies is killing motherfuckers. They making sure that you, you know what I'm saying? They they trying to save your life. But then how the fuck you gonna save my life? And make sure a drug is $1,500. $1, Niggas can't even pay their rent. And mind
0: you, that's $1,500 every month because the drug last for 30 days. So either Y'all you trying have trying to, to have kill have some out there. Insurance.
2: Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> or your ass is just going to be fucked up. But there are resources that, you know, will help provide medicines for those that can't afford. Yeah. You know, but the best thing to do is definitely get tested out know your status yeah live right mm-hmm. do right be protected you know um and if you have like emotional issues or Psychological issues, there are definitely, you know, places that can go. Yeah, that you, you can go, get help. You can definitely you know, get, get help. help and talk about your issues. Not everybody is like myself, where they just bottle it up for so many years. Mm. And when somebody like you come along and say, Oh, <laughs> explain your story. I need my listeners to hear this.
1: So to me,
0: this is like great therapy for me. Yeah. You know, I'm um, happy. I'm so happy. I feel like I lost a lot. Yeah. But I also feel like. I gained a lot because Mm. I'm still here and I got to knock on wood for that.
1: Yo, (laughs) that is the main thing. You are still fucking here.
0: I feel like I'm blessed and Mm -hmm. I feel like at one point in my life I felt like I needed to share my story Mm. but I didn't want people to know who I actually was. Trapping Anonymous, baby. To the point where I started writing my own book Wow, and I felt like I need to get it published. I need to get it out there.
1: When it's done, we promoting that too. So, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Make sure sure you hurry up and get that shit completed because we promoting that shit too. And
0: it's so weird how that came about because a relative of mine actually published the book. And, mm. you know, he gave me this advice, like you can write your story, yeah, you know, and People it would be a it. number one seller People you know, hear it. and you can be anonymous. And, you know, I've been working on this book for like, God knows how long yeah. it's, 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 it hasn't been finished, mm-hmm. you know, but I hope that one day it will be, it will. you know, but I felt like this platform was, a great experience for me and like I said I just hope that people would be safe and protected it's not just the gay man's disease people and that's where everybody gets it fucked up at
1: yeah I ain't gonna get it I ain't gonna get it I ain't gonna get it cause I'm
0: not gay you know it's definitely a heterosexual disease Mm -hmm. I mean anybody can get it you know so you just gotta be cautious know your status take your meds seek counseling you know, um, share with people that have your best interest at heart because not a lot of people would, you know, take your status lightly and keep it to themselves. They'll run it in the streets,
1: and then everybody'll know your business. You know. My name is Chris Styles. This is Trapping Anonymous. Let's get it. This episode of Trapping Anonymous is engineered by Bunshanya Lunsford.